It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast Special Edition. They're all special editions, really. I'm Rob Murphy. It's the media open day for Connacht, mid-August. We've learned a lot today. New coach in. Lots of other voices as well to hear. But before we get all that done, just to set the scene, let's bring in two men who were there today as well. Alan Diga, welcome along. Hi, Rob. William Davis, welcome along. Hi, Rob. Start with you, William. Impressions on the day when we got to see and meet Kieran Keane. Kane. KK is going to be the safe... Uh, so we can be on, on how to pronounce his name. Real feeling of excitement today, I think. I went up there not expecting very much. I didn't I didn't know what it was going to be like, but I thought there was a good buzz around the place. Uh, pretty hard physical training session going on. Uh, players seem to be well engaged with that. They should be. It's August. They should be. The first game's coming up on Friday against uh, Munster or contrived game I think you'd call that um, but then there's two serious games to come but there's just a feeling of newness um, place probably being refreshed I, I, I think all sports organisations have a turnover in coaches and management uh, it's an intense business and you need new faces coming in and you had that feeling today that the, the blackboard has been wiped completely clear everybody's starting from the same place uh, there's no coaches' favourites. There's no guaranteed positions. Everybody's there fighting for their place, and new systems, which was alluded to throughout by mm. the different people, have been brought in. They're learning the systems. Players are learning about the coach. The coach is learning about them. Yeah, there was. You said it alluded through throughout. So when you listen to the audio, you might pick apart little things yourself to see where you might hear players or K- Kieran Keane himself just talking about things that they're going to change. And I'll give you the idea and the impression that we got that there is a freshness to it all and a difference. Everything that you'd expect, of course, but there was definitely a sign that the changes have been noted and energised the players as well. Yeah, Owen McKeown seems very up and bouncy and, and really looking forward to it and talked about the you know the Kieran coming up with, with the latest and greatest from the Southern Hemisphere and, and implementing them almost straight away. Um, and then, you know, KK said himself, you know, he's still trying to figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work. He's only been here a week, so he's, he's there certainly seems to be a, a bounce about him and a bounce about everybody around the place. Game plan's a big thing, Alan, uh, for supporters and for people who talk about Connacht, probably more so than any team. Really impressed with how we won the league and the way we played everyone. Then a few questions about whether we were trying to stick to it too much last year when we needed to be more pragmatic, so I guess that's why we were probably oversensitive to anyone talking about game plans or even what we saw in terms of training. Some signs that they're kicking more from what people are saying and a few snippets we saw and some signs as well from what was being said that they'll be a little bit more off the cuff don't want to overread into the few bits and bobs that were said but they're, they're good signs yeah smarter rugby was the, the phrase that kept coming out that they're you know looking to play a lot more of what's in front of them um, rather than sticking to systems quite as rigidly as they did last year yeah that whether that was an implied criticism of the the way they played last season I think there was a realisation through most of last season that they weren't playing well and it never got to the required level so every time they played something was going wrong and when that happens in sports teams uh, it becomes difficult to, to actually get back to the, to the required level you almost do need to have a complete reset and the only reset you can get is the season to finish and you start again and if you start again with the same coaches in place it's difficult. I think when you start with new coaches, there's just an opportunity to do things in a different way. I think they're going to play a more pragmatic game. I think there were times last year that there was certain 
game plans in place, particularly to do with ball retention and passing the ball, where it was pretty obvious teams knew what we were going to do. So therefore, they just came up in a line. They didn't leave anybody back because we never kicked. And this went on game after game. And sides were quite happy to let Connacht have the ball. I suspect under this regime, sides are going to not be... They're not going to want to be able to just second-guess Connacht all the time. Yeah, and the other, the other thing I noticed today was that I think I counted 36 active players actively taking part in the training session not something we were able to do last year I don't think yeah two or three of them then left on the sideline with uh, Johnny O'Connor managing injured players and yeah. I tell you what he was putting them through the ringer you'll be delighted to know folks as well who was the player we did we did this there was some player at one point just fell to the ground and he was just trying to pop back up and Johnny gave him another push to the ground and said uh, try and get up again so yeah I, I wouldn't like to have to go through the uh, Johnny O'Connor school of return from injury alright go for it yeah, yeah the, other, the other thing was, was um, and KK said it as well and you could see it in the training sessions Bundy when he was trying to get involved and he wasn't meant to be and they said yeah he's, he's, they're, they're, he's chomping at the bit and he's like really straining at the leash to get back and I, like what I heard was that he's going to be back in the second week he's going to be here for the Kings game yeah that, that seems to be the, the, the hope obviously he has to keep coming through these training sessions ok so there's one piece of audio I think everyone wants first of all so let's link to that now which is the man himself Comics new coach only here six days and well worth just listening to all of this we're going to put as much of this in as we can in terms of the press conference because I know you'll want to hear from him and it evolves a little bit you'll see that he'll respond to certain questions and other questions he'll just bat back like one of my earlier ones but you'll see as he goes on he just really relaxes into it so here it is Kieran Keane initially speaking to me and then you'll see some of the wider stuff as well Kieran just First of all, welcome along. Have you found the transition rushed, or do you feel like it's when you settle in? Obviously, you go from the end of the season straight to the start of the season. That's a, a new a new situation for you. How have you settled in the first ten or fifteen? it's been ongoing. To be fair, I've been in touch with Connacht for some time now um, on a regular basis throughout the week via Skype and and emails and and phone calls and so on. So the transition itself hasn't been an issue. Um, um, the last couple of uh, weeks have been a bit rushed because you've got to pack up one camp and, and um, the Queen, she's uh, been a busy lady and um, she's, uh, she's, she's had probably as much to do as everybody else. And, and I, it's exciting though. I mean, as a family, we've, we've been really excited about it. But, you know, it's been busy. There's a lot of talk sometimes that people from New Zealand identify with the west of Ireland. There's a kind of a, a feel that certain parts of New Zealand and type of rugby that it is, it's very similar. Do you get any kind of impressions as you're settling to go away and the type of environment that you're going to be building a rugby team in, that there's some similarities to New Zealand? Well, they're both beautiful countries. Um, it's clearly evident. Um, I think that the people are extremely warm here in Ireland, um, and that's been great for me. Um, We've assimilated pretty well um, in that regard. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you want to hear from me about that. <laughs> um, Just watching, we got a rare chance to see some training today with what you're going to try to do with this team. Is there a sense that you have to introduce ideas very slowly, or from day one do you want to set a kind of a pattern that maybe it's going to be a bit different than what they would have experienced last year? Oh, it's definitely different from last year, and but that's there's been a lot of forethought gone into this, um, and it's started at board level. When my first um, meeting with with 
with the boys, Willie and his crew. Um, so they've made it pretty clear to me what they would like uh, and aspire to, and I, I sort of concur with that, and I've delivered that throughout my coaching career. So that's my aspiration, uh, and it's also the players' uh, aspiration. So we share the same uh, ideas about how we'd like to play the game, where the action is, what's enjoyable about the game, and so on. But we're not just there to entertain. Um, winning winners are grinners, aren't they? And um, that's that's why we're paid to play the game, and, and that's what we're paid to do. So while winning won't be everything, it, it'll it'll be a big focal point for us. To the new structure now, obviously two staff after the teams coming in is something you're going to be familiar with going down there to play, or bringing the team down there yourself. But is there do you get any sense of apprehension or? within the squad about what's new to this Does, is there a feeling that this is new for everyone or is it, is it going to be a, do you think for the lads it's going to be one game to the next and fairly similar? Oh, they'll enjoy it yeah. they'll, they'll enjoy South Africa and playing South African teams I mean South Africa's uh, it's a rugby country and they're rugby mad and the two teams that are here um, they'll just strengthen uh, the competition and in fact um, the cheaters would be probably one of the form teams of that competition in the super level, so a terribly good attacking side. Um, and they'll bring their own flavour, and that will just add to the competition in my eyes. So, um, no, it's, a, it's, it's quite an exciting innovation, and you know, who knows what will happen from it. Um, so for us, it won't be arduous or, or anything like that. I mean, it's, a, it's an 11-hour trip, whereas we're going from New Zealand. We went to different time zones, and, and it was, you know, sometimes you were stuck in Sydney and so on and so on. So um, for me, it's, it's neither here nor there. I've done it plenty of times before. Um, I don't think the players will have any issue. They'll be excited about the whole event. Um, so yes, um, great, bring it on sort of thing. It's funny for me, you got to go up for Patrick, you got to go to Clemaris last week as well, you're getting out in the boat around the province, uh, just your thoughts on that? Oh, we want to engage with our community, that's part of our focus as a team, is that we do have that community engagement because we want to make uh, Galway proud of us and Connick, um, so that's a... Uh, that's a focal point and, and the main reason is we sometimes we need something to play for which is bigger than ourselves and what better than our community you know so getting out and about is really good um, um, young men they can they can make careers out of some of the connections that they make um, in the community so there's a lot there's a lot to be said for getting close to your community and I'm I would suggest that's a good idea. And that's a fo- one of our focal points. So, as you can see, an extended piece of the press conference there from Kieran Keane. We just wanted to get that out there. And I know you all want to hear more from him. And we will get that chance. We've been even uh, told that we'll get a chance to do a one-on-one with him a little bit uh, just before the start of the season as well, which is going to be great. William... I think you, as you said earlier in the podcast, and as you said to me straight afterwards, you came away just really interested in some of the angles that he took, and maybe a little bit, you know, unexpected in terms of how enthused we all are by what we heard. Not overtly enthused, just some interesting stuff from Kieran Keane. 
Well, he brings a very measured approach to it, and uh, he answered the questions. He thought about the questions. He gave very deep answers to them. And uh, as someone who's going to be asking him questions in the coming weeks at press conferences, I've realised I will need to go in there well-informed with very <laughs> questions that I can back up if, I, if he bats well, it back to me. What was his line? I'm not sure what else you want me to say on that one. <laughs> yeah, when I say... Yeah. So... I think he's enthusiastic. He looks very confident. He looks like somebody... He sort of looked like somebody who'd been there for a, quite a long period of time. He didn't look as if he had only been there six days. And he's enthused about it. He talks about why he came, uh, what he expects, and he's looking for improvements. He's looking for other stuff. He wants... Look, it's very simple. Sport's very simple. Winning covers a multitude of problems. If you win problems just disappear and that seems to be his mantra I think he knows he has a challenge ahead of him I think um, question I didn't get to ask him but I will be asking him is it was Pro 12 when he signed it's now Pro 14 in conferences and that's it, he's looking on that as something different but it's still a big challenge yeah. and that's something we'll be talking about in our closer to the to the actual preview of the season yeah, the, the the line I loved, uh, the little phrase he came up with were winners or grinners. And that's uh, that's a nice little phrase. I think we might hear hopefully a bit more in the season as it rolls on. Yeah, there's just the other thing that came away from this. He's absolutely, totally and 100% obsessed with rugby. You can see yeah, that. The yeah. man is rugby through and through. And that is good news for, for us out here in the West because I just think he's here. He loves the location. He said Tasman is very similar. That's what I was wondering when I was trying to ask him the question, but it was interesting later on to say that he felt Tasman in terms of budget in comparison to the bigger teams, in terms of location, in terms of support. It's very similar and he's had great success with them in the second tier as it was, wasn't it, in yeah. the NBC Championship to get them up to the top tier, which was quite an achievement. And I do believe they're still there now, which, is, mm-hmm. which tells a tale as well in terms of the legacy, which is a big part of what he's going to be about. Final thoughts? on Kieran Keane before we move on to the other bits of audio uh, it's, it's a good start the proof's in the pudding the winning but we'll see we'll see really they, they play Wasps uh, next week and then they play uh, Bristol which is very busy week isn't it it's a very busy week and it's, it's a hugely interesting one because Bristol coming back and then his first home game here against Glasgow uh, the night before the All-Ireland Hurling final so Galway should be in sporting form that weekend uh, is against is, uh, Dave Rennie his um, erstwhile colleague at the Chiefs so there's a, there's a lot happening yeah, we won't use it in the uh, audio, but you may have heard uh, during the bit there that Kieran Keane did mention he has roots in Waterford. And later on, John yes. was asked about the hurling. He got, kind of sat back and went, well, I didn't realise this guy was a Waterford man, so there was going <laughs> to laugh in the press conference for <laughs> that. OK, here's some other audio we got. First of all, uh, Kieran Marmion, followed by Owen McKeown. I talked to Kieran Marmion. William talked to Owen McKeown. As did I. As did I. Kieran Marmion open day here to start the season there's a lot of games to come up in the next couple of weeks starting with the, the Friday kind of training game against Munster how are you feeling looks like good numbers there and you're getting getting used to the new coaching setup yeah I think that's the main thing just getting used to what Kieran wants um, we've got to learn as quickly as we can because we haven't had too much time with him so we're trying to do that um, try and put it all together and, and hopefully on Friday we get a run out and uh, see where we are then not to beat him obviously a couple of months ago uh, but Nigel and, and Jimmy and the lads have been kind of taken in the meantime yeah, well, this is only my third week back, so um, I missed most of that at the start. But uh, yeah, Kieran came in last week, um, 
he's pretty much started from there. Ignite and Jimmy have been running it before that, and he's been putting his ideas over to them, and they've been taking the sessions. So um, I think we're on the right path, and uh, hopefully we just keep learning and improving as we go along. Is, uh, in your time at Connacht, the second time you've had to change coach, what's it like getting that new system? Is it is it exciting? Is it very very different, or is it at least small changes? Um, I think we try and keep the cultures and all that the same, but um, it's obviously about uh, improving and just taking on bits that Kieran brings in and building on where we were last year. Um, I think he obviously has a few new ideas and a few different thoughts about how to play the game, so I guess just taking that on board um, and lads learning and putting it all back together as quickly as possible. Pre-season did go well last year. How how much was that a part of your plan in this year and how aware are you the importance of getting that good start? Yeah, I think well, we've got a bit more preparation this year. Um, obviously, a few games got pulled out there last year, so um, hopefully that gives us a bit more clarity and a bit more understanding amongst each other. Um, obviously, a lot of new lads coming in, and uh, hopefully we can all bond pretty quickly and uh, get relationships going going well. Yeah, you've got these new players. You've got like three, first, three of the first four at home as well. It's a real opportunity to start well in this new structure that you have to get used to. Yeah, I think that's something we didn't do last year. Um, I think starting well is huge in terms of where you can end up at the end of the season. So if we can get a few wins under our belt and get a bit of confidence, then I think that'll go a long way as we push on into the season. Look at it. Look at it to start. Look at it, the new structure. You got South African second up in, from Southern Kings. How excited are you? What they're bringing to the competition? And maybe that chance to, to test yourself against a different hemisphere team. Yeah, it's a bit of a unknown. Yeah. Um, obviously, not too many lads would play against South African teams, but they obviously bring big physicality over there so it's something we'll have to get up for and get ready for so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see where we are up against them but at the same time exciting as well the last couple of seasons for you personally Garrett, obviously part of a winning team here two seasons ago but last season personally getting that international experience those opportunities it's it's really interesting to see how you kick on from that what's your thought process keep it keep it going or is there more improvement to do yeah that's it I always want to keep improving um Hopefully I can kick on again. That's what I want to do. Um, obviously a lot of hard work to put in to get there. So just going to keep my head down and keep working hard. And hopefully I can kick on. Yeah, you got the November internationals. That'll be a target for you. And you want to play well for Connacht. Yeah, exactly. I think um, if I'm going to be involved in that, I have to play well for Connacht in, these, in this first set of games. So um, that's the main focus for me, to work hard, get in the team here and put in some poor performances. Finally, if you were to sum up Kieran Keane these early stages, what's the first impression you get? Uh, he's a good character. Um, I think he lets us know what he wants. He's uh, pretty uh, stern in that way, but at the same time, he wants to enjoy it and uh, let us play some good rugby. Okay, standing at the side of the training pitch here with Owen McEwen, you've just had a, about a one and three quarter hour session with uh, Kieran Kane. Uh, how are you finding the new coach? Good. Um, he's only been in with us about a week now, so um, just to see him come in and see the sort of rugby knowledge and uh, and the sort of rugby brain he has, is, it, it's kind of refreshing. It's, um, he's come straight up from Super Rugby, so um, he's bringing us the newest styles of play, um, exactly how all the, the Super teams are playing down in uh, down in New Zealand, and that's uh, that's a dominant force in world rugby at the moment. So you can see straight away the impact he's going to have uh, throughout the season, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the first couple of preseason games. See how we get on. Last season's preseason had issues with these games it didn't happen and it probably spoiled the start of the season this year the pre-season games are ready to go just just how important are they because they, they used to be looked upon as 
almost just like opposed training, but there's more to them now. Yeah, I, I, I like I don't want to dwell too much on last year. Um, last year was what it was, and, and obviously preseason games are, are a brilliant game to get in the sense that you, it's the first time you play in opposition. You know, you can play against each other as much as you want, but it's not as real as playing against a team that doesn't know uh, the plays you're going to bring. So, um, it's usually it's usually a teething process. Like the game mightn't go well, but you resolve a lot of issues that uh, without the preseason games you wouldn't have got on the training pitch. So um, this year, like we've uh, we've uh, two good fixtures coming up and uh, I think we'll get all we need out of those two and I think we'll be uh, in the right mind frame going into the first game of the season And just looking at, at, at a new coach is it, it's a, is it a two way learning situation he's learning about you and you're learning about him it's it's probably quite intense when, you, when you've got somebody coming in and they're they're going to start making changes. Yeah, I think he uh, he let us all know as well that he's been watching us um, the last couple of weeks. So he's been watching all the trainings, watching what we're doing, how we're training, um, what sort of styles lads have. Um, all, I suppose all we've been able to watch is is the Chiefs play. So we don't get much of an idea of what kind of guy he is until he's in here. So um, I think he's got the jump on us there in the sense that uh, he's uh, he's he's been watching all the footage of training and uh, how we've been getting on. But um, you'd expect nothing less. Um, I don't, if he wasn't watching. I'd be worried, uh, thinking he wasn't. His head wasn't in the right place, but he's definitely, uh, he definitely knows where he wants to bring the squad, and he, uh, he's a pretty good idea of what what lads can do and, and what positions to play, guys. So um, it's exciting. You're, like you, we're, we're standing here. It's, the sun is shining. There's only a light breeze. You talk about the southern hemisphere style of play. How do you think it's going to work when it gets into the depths of December and rest, windy weather? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you have the the sideways wind and rain here in, uh, in December and January. But um, I think as long it's it's more of a mindset uh, of how to play um, as opposed to as opposed to. Uh, you know what the actual way we'll play. So we're like we're going to be playing smart rugby. You know we're not going to be uh, playing behind, playing in danger zones that we know we're going to give away possible easy points or easy easy scores to the opposition. So um, I think it's just going to be smarter rugby we're playing, um, given the conditions. Depending on what conditions we're, we're going to play, those conditions. So um, it doesn't mean that we're going to be <laughs> throwing the ball all over the place if it's howling gale out there or hailstones, whichever. So I think it's just going to be uh, sorry. Oh, it's CK or KK just wants us to place uh, heads up smart rugby and use our brains. I see Johnny O'Connor out there um, yeah. dri- driving a few guys on. What's it been like having, having Johnny back in the frame? He's been good, yeah. And, and obviously Dave Howard there uh, over from the States as well. I think the both of them are kind of bouncing off each other really well. Uh, Johnny mainly kind of looks after the the, the weights uh, and kind of infield. And then Dave's been looking after sort of the speed and kind of the, the pitch work. So um, the two of them have been, have been brilliant since they come in. Um, as I said, similar to the coach staff, it's nice to freshen things up as well after a couple of years um, and get a different voice and a different opinion on uh, on how the sort of the physical side of, of, of rugby is. So um, I think two of them are brilliant and they've uh, they've gelled well with the rest of the lads. Have the have the players uh, paid much attention to the the change to fourteen teams in conferences or? Or is that something that's on your radar? But really, it's just a matter of playing what's in front of you. I a bit, a bit of both. Like at the end of the day, you, you do what you're told and you play the team that you're given. <laughs> at the same time, it's it's good for uh, it's good for us lads, uh, kind of from, from from Ireland that probably would never have got a chance or not too many chances to go out to the likes of South Africa and play games down there. So um, rugby's going to give us that opportunity now. And I think it's a it's a it's a good freshen up to the league. Um, does it change much we're going to do? Absolutely not. Um, we've never travelled to South Africa. It's probably the only thing for uh, the, the management team and logistics to sort out. But uh, other than that, we're just excited to have a, a couple of new teams and, uh, and the challenge they're going to bring. And do you think the, there'll be a slight edge taken off the Ulster and Leinster games because they're not in the same conference? 
Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think we've extra. There's extra intervals uh, to fill up the gaps of yeah. games. And uh, if if, <laughs> if I'm correct, they're the biggest games. Everyone wants to come to those games because yeah. everyone wants to see the kind of the, the rivalry of the, the, the provinces. So um, if I I think it's better that we've more games against the intervals because you know everyone in Ireland is watching those games. So, uh, yeah. All right, that's brilliant. Thanks Perfect. very much. Right, Cheers. Cheers. That was the voice of Owen McKeown speaking to William and Alan. Um, here's another little bit of snippets from today uh, in the wider pools chats. We're going to just take some sound bites from Jared Butler because we just want to hear you to hear some of his thoughts in terms of what he was saying to the media. Some interesting stuff from the new signing who's come over from Australia, but was originally a Kiwi from mm-hmm. over here. And uh, we're also going to hear from the very familiar voice of Tiernan O'Halloran. Some interesting stuff from Tiernan as well in terms of what he's seen from the new setup so far. Remember, he's one of the players coming back from international duty, so he won't be back into the real thick of things for a little bit longer but observing on the sidelines today and doing his own little bit of fitness as well the opportunity came to to come to the other side of the world and it was an opportunity I really didn't want to pass up and um, I spoke to Peter Wilkins in particular he's someone that I worked with at the Reds um, a number of years ago and um, he said how good of a place Connacht was and Galway was as a community and um, to actually be here now it's pretty exciting um, probably uh, came on more at eight, but then um, you know, that seven rolls a bit harder because usually those guys will you start you play eighty at seven, you know you play a lot more minutes. So eight was more a role where I could come on for you know thirty or something like that. So no, I was just saying there's enough New Zealanders and in, um, in this the, the crew here to make you feel at home. There's guys from everywhere, but I think that just everyone in a you know a place like this it kind of puts everyone on the same page, you know, and it, and it builds a good culture. I think. And um, you know, I think it's exciting. What are the major differences? Do you think since your time here between what you're playing in the Brumbies and here? The footy or yeah. the off-field stuff? Um, footy mainly. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of similarities to be honest. You know, Brumbies is kind of like the small town in Australia as well, and you get a lot of guys from all over the place, especially the big states. Like I came from Queensland, guys come from New South Wales, which is like your two strongholds, and everyone's there, um, and they kind of they've got the same goal in mind and you know that's to kind of prove some people wrong maybe from where wherever they started and to and, and to play really good footy and I think that's kind of the feel I get around here as well and then and then you get those that strong local input as well with guys that, is, that love the place and I think you know the support from the Connacht fans as well I think it, you know really rubs off of people it's infectious and just being around the town at the moment you kind of really get that feel. Were you brought up? You were brought up in Queensland. But were you born in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was born in New Zealand. So I was 13. Moved over to Queensland. Was there for jeez, eight, nine years. And then moved up to Canberra. You Wellington? Down to Canberra. Wellington? Yeah, yeah. Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah. Mm. But you played underage Australia. Played under 20s. Yeah. Yep. Where do you think you are in terms of your career, in terms of growth, though? Yep. Personally. Yep. Um. Good question. Um. You know, I think I've still got a lot of growth in me, you know. Um, I had a lot of time, you know, I spent a lot of time in Canberra and I got to learn a lot of things and I got to kind of develop um, not just kind of the playing part, but the, the leadership roles as well. Not so much with the, you know, a little bit with the Brumbies and then with the uh, NRC team there, which is kind of like your second division team there. So I felt like I've taken a lot away from that. And I think, you know, hopefully I can translate that a little bit into this team as well. And I think, you know, communication is really important, important for everyone to kind of have an understanding of that. And um, you know, I think uh, I think it would put me in good stead.
Well, yeah, I suppose it's, it's kind of only one way to go now after last season. It was a, it was a, a disappointment, I suppose, especially after the year before. Um, but I suppose, like I said, it's, a, it's a, a, a breath of fresh air for everybody here now and the whole, you know, the staff upstairs, a lot of changes around the place. So I think everybody's kind of excited about that and there's been a really good buzz around pre-season so far. So um, I think that's made a big difference, yeah. When you talk about the structures turning, I mean, I know under Pep, they were, it was a very sort of structured game is there is it a little bit more free you're using your own initiative or just different structures yeah absolutely you know I suppose um, under Pad we, we all had kind of specific roles a lot of us had to do you know we all knew what we had to do and we were kind of maybe nearly a bit too robotic at times and we didn't really play what was in front of us and what was on so um, I think especially now Nige at the backs as well he's really given us a lot of freedom now to just play what's in front of us and, and be excited with that um, and have a go when it's on so um, there's obviously also maybe a bit more than what put the uh, boot to ball a bit more this year as well in, in certain situations so um, you know like I said there's there's different ways we can play now which we have all those options you know we're not restricted now to just run on the ball or just kicking the ball um, but yeah it's definitely more a bigger emphasis on you know playing a bit more like I suppose like whatever when you're kids and, and reading the reading it um, in terms of what's on all the time yeah and what about the the pro 14 now how do you view this the changes yeah and, it's and especially in terms of qualifying now is it harder um yeah it's hard to know is it harder like it it was all kind of thrown on us very suddenly so no one really knew what to make of it so um, I think I think it's exciting personally you know I think it's good to have you know the South African teams in there it's going to add more competition to it um, the two conferences of seven look obviously where we finished last year that's that's where we ended up that's how we ended up you might see it as maybe a tougher conference but um, you know again look we've got um, we've only one trip to South Africa other teams have two so um, it is it's an exciting structure but like you said I think our goal now is still to get back into those, those semi-final spots so top three we're looking at that um, and obviously uh, the fourth place is kind of up in the air at the moment so no one's really our main goal is to finish in the top three and get back into the semi so um, we'd like to think we'll give that a good crack anyway there was a lot of frustration last year, uh, pre-season. Um, we kind of felt, you know, we, we'd done a lot on the park and we we had gone, gone well in pre-season. We just didn't have those games to kind of, you know, get you ready for the season because obviously it's it, there is a big difference playing a pre-season game and then going straight into a into a first round of the of the Guinness. Well, what is it, Pro 14 now? So, um, so I think that's what the pre-season is, is important for us. And again, like you said, with the new coaches, the new structures, we need to put those in against against teams as well on the pitch. So, um, yeah, hopefully that stands us relatively injury free for the last two or three years now so it's good to just to have that fitness and then being able to get some consistency behind my game um, still plenty of stuff I'm trying to work on all the time but um, I'm enjoying being involved in the whole national setup. you know it's really I find it really helps me as a player and you're always learning from the lads up there as well so um, and then obviously it's on me then to try and bring a bit of that experience down here and, and bring that intensity training down here so um, it's always enjoyable being involved and hopefully obviously we'll see where we can if we can stay in the setup for the next couple of months anyway um, I just had a, a slight meniscal tear that happened uh, earlier on in it was actually around February on Six Nations time so um, it kind of just was at me for the rest of the season so I just had to manage it a bit more than I usually would have um, so that was kind of on the card since February March to get this clean out done so it's not nothing major The voice of Tiered O'Halloran there uh, not all the audio we have for you as well we're going to have a special uh, in the next couple of weeks I sat down with Willie Rand. actually that's going to be next week so keep an eye out for that folks uh, some interesting stuff about the new stadium uh, hopes of what they're going to try and achieve within Connacht Rugby in the long run as well but even that aside he was in the open press conference too was it you that was that or Lindy asked him, asked him a question he had some interesting stuff about the stadium is that correct William? 
He did, and I also asked him about just how this change from Pro 12 to Pro 14 came along, um, which is something that, that happened very quickly. It was indeed, very quickly. And, and I think he was quite impressed with the speed and accuracy at which the Pro 14 guys did it, or the Pro 12 guys did it. OK, here it is. First of all, will you ask the question, and then we'll hear a little bit more from him as well. Can I, can I just ask you about the, the change that's coming from Pro 12 to Pro 14? It seems to have happened very quickly, but I'm assuming this has actually been going on for quite a long time. Um, no, actually, it hasn't. Um, in fairness, uh, it was an opportunity that presented itself pretty late enough in the day. Um, and the, the Martin and I and his team and uh, the South African guys have worked incredibly hard to put some detail to the initial opportunity. Um, and you can imagine there was an awful lot of detail to be fleshed out. But as I said, they worked really, really hard at it and they presented it to us. And look, we could immediately see the opportunity. Obviously, with it comes teething difficulties of any change of that, of that scale. But the opportunity is just something that we're all really, really excited about. Um, so they, they, they turned it around pretty quickly. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're all looking forward. We're all looking forward to what it's going to bring to the competition, but as well, you know, what it's going to bring to the sports ground. I mean, you know, Southern Kings are coming up here in the second week of September. It's just it's just brilliant. It's, 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 it's something that I think the people of Connacht will embrace as well. CEO Willie Rad. We'll hear from, more from him next week in our special. That's almost it. Just final thoughts. Busy couple of weeks coming up for all of us, but especially you guys. Uh, you're going to try and catch the Monster Open training session. Yeah, going to that on Friday. Just to see what that's about. Um, they got Wasps away in Bristol at home as well. Yeah, they got two big games, and I mean, after the kerfuffle over last year's and these type of games they're taking them very seriously yeah they really are um, training today was fairly intense as well at different t- points as well plenty of contacts so and they're building up to it yep they are we've got the Pro 14 launch in Dublin next week an opportunity to do, we'll be chasing interviews with the the heavy hitters in that organisation just to see where they're going to go I, I think they've they've actually startled people by what they've achieved uh, that's what was so fascinating about Willie's answer to you there as well because I, th- I think none of us in the room expected him to answer so honestly and distinctly you know just in terms of nope took me by surprise as much as anyone else yeah I mean they were tasked with doing this and yeah. I think people have to realise that but they, they've turned this round very very quickly and uh, it's very new it's very exciting and it's very different and it's been watched within I'd say it's been watched in Super Rugby it's been watched in the Aviva it's been watched in the Top 14 in France they're all going to watch this and see what happens so that launches next week and then Bristol here on Saturday week you know that's again Pat Lamb coming back to Galway with uh, his side that's a very important game for them because you know we're hearing stories about wage structures down there and players Charles Piatow going there next season from Ulster the first million pound salaried rugby player um, that's the story and that's a high pressure job because that really <laughs> they need results so I, it, yeah, it's it started folks the season is nearly upon us and once it starts it's going to go it's going to go off like a firecracker ok I think that's pretty much it for us we'll have to do a podcast for the Pro, Pro 14 launch Pro 14 come on Rob 
Pro 14 indeed, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll be there with William next week. We'll, we'll also try and find out what the Welsh and the Scots think of this whole scenario. Is the, I know the, the, the Welsh were very sort of split along the whole thing, but um, I know the players are very, very excited. The chance to go to South Africa, the chance to go on a tour nearly, as that's what it'll be, a mini tour all the way to a, a great country, because there is one bit of audio we did forget to, to drop in, which we will drop in as well, is um, <laughs> James... James James Crombie was our our uh, just just the final bit. James oh, Crombie yeah. went down to South Africa for the Pro 12 launch and our Pro 14 launch, and um, made the point that people were recognising the players. He said when they went out, you know, away from where the prize and went to get something to eat or whatever, people recognised Johnny Gray. They recognised um, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Davis, and some of them even recognised Gary Ringrose. But it was definite, you know, you knew you were in rugby country. That you know, this isn't like going when the Italians joined. Who, as I said to, to James, you know, they're an aspiring rugby country. This is a real rugby country that's joining, and I think it's going to be really exciting. And certainly, the players seem to be excited by it. Okay, here's James Crombie talking to both of me, you. just you, Alan. He's talking to Alan. Okay, we've got friend of the podcast and Connacht photographer James Crombie, who does plenty of other type of photography. You've been down in New Zealand and everything this year, but the more important one that we're interested in is you were at the launch in South Africa last week. I was, yeah, just uh, back two days now. Uh, quite a, an enjoyable trip. Yeah, and, and and what sort of... How long did it take you? <laughs> uh, it was quite straightforward, actually, because it's just, I think, either a flight to London or Frankfurt, um, so it'd be Air Lufthansa, and then it's, it's it's a nighttime flight, so you wake up in South Africa the next morning. I, I luckily went business class for once in my life, so uh, <laughs> I was very refreshed when I got down to South Africa this time. So I'm good. sure you were, yeah. I'm not sure many of us will be going business class, I, can, I can't say, but of course... I don't think I will be either again, so... <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was only, like, the, the launch was in Cape Town. It wasn't actually in, you know, one of the two cities that we're going to be playing in yeah I think logistically I think it was the handiest to get everyone I think it was easiest for the, we had some some of the big stars down we had Jonathan Davis Richie Gray and um, or Jonathan Johnny Gray I kept calling him, <laughs> I kept calling him Richie out there so uh, John, Johnny Gray and uh, Gary Ringrose so I think it was just representing the I think maybe it was the, the, the latter teams in the championship last year for whatever reason yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I, just, I think it was I think it was you know the, the obviously Leinster were in the semi-finals yeah. and uh, Scarlets were the winners and I don't know why Munster weren't there actually <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why they actually chose those players but anyway well, they, I think, I think they, they were injured I think they got that was a representative from each of the, the unions that, that, yes. that are stakeholders in the tournament because I think the, well, the people were asking why there wasn't an Italian team but they had Conor O'Shea down there but I don't actually think they're stakeholders in the tournament no no, no I think it's, uh, it's still right. the Celtic League is yeah, basically so I think that's why they had those people down there but uh, I think they'll all be included when it comes to the big launch in Dublin next week and you mentioned earlier on when we were chatting that they were recognised it's not something yeah Jonathan John, uh, Davies up to the Lions player of the tournament they're, they're big rugby country down there you know yeah. there's a lot of people coming up and asking him for pictures and stuff you know what I mean so I uh, don't know if Gary was as recognisable because he wasn't with the Lions yeah. um, and um, I hope lots of people are calling Jonathan Gray Ritchie <laughs> but, uh, no but it, it does give a it does give a flavour to the fact that you know this isn't like when Italy joined they're you know they're, they're an aspiring rugby country mm. but this is this is real rugby country they're, it's that's their national sport as far as I, as far as I'm aware and what they were telling me down there like they're they're mad into rugby those you know the schools rugby all over the place over there I was there was a guy a guy that working with us who was working in the townships and they were going to train kids. Like the rugby's the big sport. I know soccer is obviously the easy sport, yeah. but rugby's definitely the, the national sport over there, you know. Okay, so you're, you're looking forward to going back down in March? I can't wait, yeah, yeah. Weather a little bit better. It was a, very similar to uh, 
an Irish summer down there this time. <laughs> so it was uh, 16 degrees and plenty, there was actually plenty of rain one of the days, but we, we got lucky. Table Mountain cleared for a few minutes so we could have a quick look at it before we nice, left. But uh, nice. it's definitely um, a city I would recommend visiting. I think you have to be safe everywhere. You have to be careful everywhere in South Africa. I think, you know, when you're, when you're going down there, you have to keep your wits about you. Like, there, there is, you know, it's like any, I suppose... Any place in the world where there's such poverty and affluence together, you have yeah. to you have to be careful. You know what I mean? But um, you know, we we stayed in groups and stuff. And bar me leaving my phone in a taxi, <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a good trip. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, we'll talk to you again on one of our away trips. No problem. No doubt. Brilliant. No, no Cheers, problem James. Cheers. And that's it. End of. Sorry. I thought. Talk to you all in the week. Yep, indeed. Look out for that special we really ran and look out for uh, our bit from the Pro 14 launch as well. Sorted. Well done, boys.